It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, welcome on in. This is Locked on Cougars. I am Jay Catch, your host here on this daily podcast covering the BYU Cougars. A happy Tuesday to each and every one of you who have tuned into the show. Thank you so much for downloading us. Today's going to be a fun show. We've got a lot to cover in today's show. We'll be talking a lot about the BYU culture that Kalani Satake is seeking to instill right now. We'll also talk a little bit about what's going on with BYU players who are in the pro ranks. We also have to get some some uh, some talk about BYU and the plaudits they've received for that big win over Wisconsin. So that's kind of the layout of the show for you. We'd, I figured I'd start off right off the top so you guys know exactly what you're looking for. But once again, thank you to each and every one of you who have downloaded the show, who have taken time to reach out and let me know what you think of the show. It's a blast to bring it to you. If you are interested in advertising with us, please hit us up at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. I know we changed the name of the podcast to Locked On Cougars. Changing the email address has been a little bit harder. Still working on that. So we're currently still at, you still can send emails to lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Of course, you can always follow the show on Facebook. Just look up Locked On Cougars. You'll find the show page there. There's also a group we'll be doing some more things with going forward as well. And you can go on Twitter and follow the show there at Locked On Cougars. Also, my personal Twitter feed, if you so choose, is at Jacob C hatch once again thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast it's an absolute blast to bring it to you guys each and every day Hopefully your guys' Tuesday is going well and you guys are finding the show to be of worth to you and getting you the information you need to know about BYU. I mentioned right off the top of the show, we're going to talk a little bit here about Kalani Satake and the and the culture he's seeking to instill. That will be part that'll be the main part of segment one here that we'll talk about. In segment two, we'll talk about some of the awards and plaudits that the BYU football program as a whole and even some of the players received over the weekend and early this week week after the win over then number six Wisconsin Uh, we'll also get to BYU players in the pros the NFL guys and check in on how they're doing as well so there you go roadmap for the show today so without further ado let's dive on in a lot of you guys that are listening to this podcast know the name of Gordon Monson. He is the sports columnist for the Salt Lake Tribune. He's a dear friend of mine, my day job working for the Zone Sports Network. I work with him closely. I've gotten to know him very well. He was down at BYU during BYU's weekly press conference yesterday talking to Kalani Satake. I think he's probably working on a column about this because he doesn't really ask questions that he doesn't use in his columns. Let's put it that way. And And regardless of what you guys think of Gordon, I know that there's hate, love, indifferent. There's a wide range of opinion on Gordon Monson. I have my personal thoughts on that matter myself. I won't try and inform you or change your mind on that. That's not my job here. But I thought that he had a good question and answer exchange with Kalani Satake yesterday during Satake's weekly press conference 
where he asked him about the culture of BYU and what BYU means to him and what he wants BYU to become for the players that come to Provo to play football there. I think I thought it was very revealing. It shows how deeply ingrained BYU is with Satake, what it meant to him to be a student athlete at BYU and then return all these years later as the head coach of the Cougars, you can tell this program means more to him than I think a lot of head coaches nationwide. It means more to Satake to be the head coach at BYU than most coaches nationwide. So without uh, taking too much more time here, we'll play the clip. It's about three minutes here of the exchange between Satake and Monson. Of course, it's Coach Satake answering the questions, and he elaborates in depth about the culture he wants to instill at BYU. So here he is, BYU head coach Kalani Satake and the Salt Lake Tribune columnist Gordon Monson. Kalani, what's different about this team? What's making a difference? Uh, I don't know. You have to ask the guys. Those guys are... um, they're doing everything the right way, and I'm just proud of them. You know, we've got great leaders that are taking over, and um, good competition. So I think there's just a, it's probably hard to answer that question in just one phrase. I think the the culture of the team's taking form, and the players believe. We talked about uh, developing a, a strong belief in what we're doing and what we represent, and how we play the game, and really pleased with the way the guys are doing it. And I mean, uh, it's just stuff that they learned when they're at home. So all we're doing is continuing them on the path of what they learned at home and, and applying it to the football field and being a student athlete at BYU. How did you initiate that? I mean, I suppose it came from you. Oh, I think you give me too much credit. I think I just these are good kids, man. You know, and I think trying to just use their strength to, uh, to get them in a position to have success. So um, I think we just. To be honest with you, just trying to focus on what our strengths are, which is toughness, and um, that BYU is really hard, you know. And we've taken that approach with our players that uh, this is going to be a tough place, but because it's tough and it's because it's hard doesn't mean that it's not the right place for you. So in recruiting, guys are going to have to come in here and live a different code of conduct than other places. Academics are really hard, and then we're going to require a lot from you on the football field, and so. If that's too difficult, then we can't take any prima donnas here. So that's okay. We'll move on. And there's a lot of guys that want to be here. And we have a coaching staff and then a belief in the system that we'll play the best guys. Um, and we'll let them compete it out. And the best will play, you know. And we had, um, I look at guys like uh, Dax that has a, you know, walk on that had other offers and chose to come to BYU. And there's a reason why he was on the field uh, against Wisconsin because he deserved to be on the field. And so we, we just the only difference between him and other recruits that we signed is that we ran out of scholarships. But I think it's important to play the best guys and the guys that work hard and get the right guys on this program, and, and then it will all take over from there. But uh, just focusing on what, what our strengths are. And I've mentioned this quite a bit before that um, those of us that serve missions remember it. It's, it's something that such, has such a huge imprint in our lives because it was hard. Right, because it was hard and difficult. That's why we loved it so much. And so BYU is going to be a four, five-year grind. But you'll you'll love your life. Speaking from a 42-year-old man, 
you'll you'll be you'll, you'll be you'll appreciate what you did here in that time. And it's not that bad. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. But I mean, this, so when they, you, all I all I all I did is, huh? Yeah. So let's go, man. But you know, we weren't miserable. We weren't jumping around on in that game. So that's that's the fun part of it. But it's going to be hard work and. Uh, and that, that's what we're going to hang our hat on now. And, and, and instead of trying to be all the other schools that are around recruiting that way, this is a difficult place, and only the best can, can survive here. And that's what it's going to be, and that's what it's going to take, and that's our culture. There you go. Coach Satake has been through what it means to be a BYU student-athlete, all the unique challenges that come with it. There are many guys on these BYU football programs who are married, guys that have taken time off to go on missions. The academic standards have been become increasingly stringent. I, I went to BYU. I'm not sure I would be able to get into BYU, and I only graduated just, it seems like, a few years ago. I don't think I would get in now. That's how tough it is to be a BYU student athlete. You have high academic standards to even get into school. And then also while you're there, we all know if, you, if you've gone to BYU or you've had family members that have gone to the Y, it's, a, it's an incredibly competitive academic environment. And then, of course, you have high-level athletics, particularly football is what we're talking about here. I, for one, think what Satake said there is exactly what he needs to be preaching to each and every recruit that he brings in. I think a lot of the recruits that BYU have have talked to already have a base understanding of what BYU is all about, but it can only help him as a, as a head coach in terms of building a program to make sure his guys understand what it means to be at BYU and what you have to do to be successful. He can speak to it because he's been through it. He's walked the walk. There's no talking the talk with Satake. If he is talking the talk, he can back it up because he's walked that walk. So hats off to Coach Satake. I thought it was an incredible exchange with Gordon Monson. I applaud Gordon for answering the question and having good follow-ups there. So I I just wanted to play that for you guys, let you know what Coach Satake thinks of his time at BYU. All right, we will step aside here. We'll come back on the other side, talk about some of the awards BYU football received over the weekend. But first, real quick, fantasy football is underway, of course, with the NFL ongoing. We have two fantasy football shows on the Locked On Podcast Networks to help you. Locked On Fantasy Football 24-7 gives you all the latest news, waiver suggestions, and injury news. And then Locked On Fantasy Football is now Locked on Fantasy Football with experts with amazing guests every day, including on Mondays, Tom Kessenick, Tuesdays with Eric Edholm, and Wednesdays with Jeff Ratliff and Tyler Lochner. Check that out. More to come. This is Locked on Cougars. You know, ever since I started doing this podcast and working in sports media, people ask me for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on each week, but the truth of the matter is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you should check out my guys at MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with MyBookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, they've got great reviews online, and the mobile site, best of all, is easy to use. 
I would recommend you guys check it out because they have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and of course, if you're a fantasy fan, they have over-unders on fantasy points scored. Makes it all the more fun. You win, they pay. My bookie is slammed with new bettors currently and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit your money after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 of free play on deposits over $100. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code ONCOLLEGE to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code ONCOLLEGE when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m. Eastern time each day, you can get an extra $25 of free play by using the promo code ONCOLLEGE25. It's up to you guys, but I would wait until after dinner and take that extra money. You play, you win, you get paid. That's my bookie. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked on Cougars. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on the podcast. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the show today. In that first segment, we talked a lot about BYU culture and what Kalani Sitake wants to install. In this segment, we're going to talk about what that win over Wisconsin earned BYU in terms of just... I guess hardware, national awards, I guess it wouldn't be hardware necessarily, but some of the awards that the Cougars picked up as a result of that surprise upset win. Of course, BYU is a team. They were named to two, um, they got two team awards off of this win. Of course, being ranked number 25 in the country was a big deal. Uh, Ranked in the AP poll for the first time since 2015. So hats off to the Cougars on accomplishing that goal. I think that was a big accomplishment to see their names in the top 25. They'll be in the top 25 until at least they go to Washington two weeks from now. Uh, We'll see how that game goes. If it's a close loss, BYU may be able to stay in there. But it's all on BYU. All you have to do now is just win, baby, to quote the great Al Davis. Uh, Of course, the two national awards for the team were awarded by the Football Writers Association of America when BYU was named as the Reveal Suits National Team of the Week. It's the third time BYU has been honored by the FWAA with their National Team of the Week honor dating back to the 2002 season. It's their first since 2007. The All-America Committee that the FWAA convenes. I'm a proud member of the FWAA and it's it's very cool to see that because all Division One FBS and FCS schools are eligible to be selected. So it's a giant pool. So hats off to BYU for that award. And then, of course, the governing body, the NCAA, also recognized BYU's accomplishment by naming them the NCAA's Team of the Week. So... BYU getting a lot of credit for what they did. And to quote the, well, we won't quote him, but here's Old Man Parker on what it means. Yeah, but what is that? It's a, it's a major award. A major award. 
award. But it's a major award. I won it. You say you won it? Yeah. All right, just having some fun there. I love the Christmas story, and when I thought of these awards for BYU, I thought of that scene with the leg lamp in the Christmas story and Old Man Parker saying, it's a major award. I won it. It's it's Kate. Major might be overstating it for BYU, likely is overstating it, but it was a big win for the Cougars, like I've said multiple times. It's a landmark win. It's the win that Kalani Satake's tenure can hang a hat on. It is one of those things you can point to in terms of recruiting and what it means for the program. A couple other awards that were handed out individually for BYU uh, were a couple of individual awards. Running back Squally Canada received Independent Offensive Player of the Week honors. 11 carries, 118 yards, and two touchdowns will do that for you in a big win. Also, Sione Takitaki, absolutely stellar game for BYU. He was named as the College Sports Madness National Player of the Week for his performance with those 13 tackles. I believe it was two tackles for loss and a sack in that game. Just an impressive showing for him. And then finally, also an award that went out to BYU Offensive Coordinator Jeff Grimes. Athlon Sports, it's a pretty significant publication on the internet, named him as their coordinator of the week. They pick one coordinator a week, and I think it was well-deserved. The game plan that Grimes and his staff put together was executed very well by the team, of course, but he put it together and called a great game, gave BYU chances when they needed them. The trick play was called at the right time. There is a... I don't know. There's a there's a there's an art to play calling. If you if you ask anybody who's been an offensive coordinator at any level, you have to kind of figure out that art. Some guys have it, some guys don't. It looks like Jeff Grimes has it. He's been trained well. We've talked about it a lot on this podcast. His background, what he brings to the table. So hats off to him on that well-deserved honor with the Athlon Sports Coordinator of the Week. Of course, Kalani Satake, being the head coach, is gonna he gets a lot of the blame and a lot of the praise when his team wins and we'll let you hear what he had to say about what kind of reception he got in terms of messages etc from his compatriots in the coaching profession players former players people connected to BYU Jay Drew asked him yesterday during media availability what it, what the what the reaction was like on his phone and otherwise so here's Kalani Satake talking about what he got after the win against Wisconsin yeah, everybody. Anyone that's like connected with BYU and people that are connected with me, they reached out and texted me. So you can pretty much guess. It, it was a, a lot. Or text messages? Yeah. 420. <laughs> yeah. So that's how many I got. I answered all of them back. So more than when I got the job. Kyle, Gary. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All of them. Yep. All the guys. Andy Reid. All the guys that are involved with, with BYU and with as alumni or involved with me in, uh, in my life, former players, stuff like that, here and at other places, you know. So really appreciate the, the people that are that are involved and, and people that support support me personally, but support the program. It's been such a cool thing to see, and our players feel it too. 420 text messages. Wow. That's a lot of text messages, but... All well-deserved. Kalani Sitake pulling off the shocker of the season so far with his team beating Wisconsin. 
Team's now ranked number 25, getting ready for a game against McNeese State this week. Should be a chance to get guys who are injured healthy. Don't play them in this game, in my opinion. McNeese State's not a pushover FCS program, as I said yesterday, but this is still a game you should win. You can rest guys, get them healthy for Washington. It comes at the right time, a pseudo-bye week, if you if you will. I think it's a good chance for BYU to get get healthy after three grueling P5 matchups and get ready for their fourth this month next week in Seattle. All right, we will call our penultimate timeout here on the podcast here on Locked On Cougars. Of course, your team every day covering the Cougars for you and letting you know what you need to know each and every day when it comes to BYU athletics. We will come back on the other side. We need to talk about the former Cougars and the pros, meaning the NFL guys, how they performed in week two of the NFL fell season. Fred Warner continues to get it done. We'll talk about that next but real quick before we go, reminding you that the Locked On Network is expanding with college shows each and every week. Joining the joining the network recently have been Locked On Wolverines, Locked On Buckeyes, and Locked On Seminoles. I believe Locked On Aggies in terms of the Texas A&M Aggies has just joined the network as well. You always can check out Locked On Ducks, Nittany Lions, Bears, Crimson Tide, Wildcats, Razorbacks, Volunteers, and Cougars which would, of course, be right here with the BYU Cougars. Find your favorite college show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. More to come. Former Cougars and the Pros next. You're listening to Locked On Cougars. Guys, want to take a minute and talk to you about FanDuel here for a moment. They are the daily leader in fantasy sports. They've got new contests this year to help you win more money than ever before. Check it out. I want to talk to you about a couple of their options they have going on right now. Guru is a new tool that FanDuel has implemented that helps people build smarter lineups and is simple for all fans of skill of all skill levels. Players can be confident you're putting together the best team on the field. It's a responsive, wizard-like draft experience that makes recommendations and provides provides tips as you draft based on who you're picking. Also, beat the score. It's a new contest where instead of having to come in a top place amongst a sea of competitors on FanDuel, all you have to do is beat a preset score and you win. Anyone who beats the preset score wins money. Very simple, easy way to win money. So check that out. It should be a lot of fun to play that. I love FanDuel. I love their daily fantasy leagues. It's a lot of fun to play and you can also play with your friends as well. What I want you guys to do is to go to FanDuel.com locked on to play with me that's fanduel.com slash locked on plus new users will get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on fanduel come play with me at fanduel.com slash locked on the ncaa tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
You are indeed locked on Cougars here with the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, we are the number one local sports daily podcast network in America. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. It's a blast to bring it to you. My name is Jay Catch. Thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast. If you're new to the podcast, welcome on in. Hopefully you find it of worth and you keep coming back for more because the idea is to get you everything you need to know about BYU each and every day. Of course, with the NFL season ongoing, they just finished week two last night with the Chicago Bears beating the Seattle Seahawks. There are seven former BYU players playing in the pros this year. Currently, of course, many others who are on um, free agents looking for their next chance, some guys on practice squads, but there are seven active players currently that we'll be recapping for you for the time being until changes are made, guys get signed, etc., And of course, with the Alliance of American Football, with any news that comes with that, we'll be covering that as well with a franchise here in Salt Lake City and some former Cougars already on those rosters. So plenty to get to. So without further ado, let's talk about the former guys, former BYU players playing in the NFL. We'll start off where we finished off last week when we did this segment. That would be talking about Fred Warner, the linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers. He's a rookie. He started at Mike Linebacker for the second straight game for San Francisco in their 30-27 win over the Detroit Lions. He was second on the team this week after leading the team a week ago. He had 10 tackles this week, 8 solo tackles. He played every defensive snap, 77 of them for the 49ers, and even 14 on special teams. Fred put in a yeoman's effort in this game. His playing time likely to reduce this week with Ruben Foster, the standout linebacker in his own right, coming off suspension. But Fred Warner has definitely carved out a role for himself with the 49ers. On the season, he's collected 22 tackles already, one tackle for loss, one forced fumble, one quarterback hurry, and one pass deflection. Hats off to you, Fred Warner, making an impact as a rookie. His fellow former BYU linebacker Kyle Van Noy had a good game for New England. He started at linebacker for New England in their game in the loss to Jacksonville 31-20. He tied for the team lead with six tackles, including five of those being solo stops. He added a pass breakup and played 64 defensive snaps and seven of those, seven extra snaps on special teams. On the season, Van Noy has notched nine tackles, one tackle for loss, one interception, and one deflection. Van Noy's, Van Noy ain't going anywhere. Neither is New England. Big pickup getting Josh Gordon for that wide receiving core. If he's healthy, watch out. Tom Brady has another big weapon. Other guys to talk about, Jamal Williams running back for the Green Bay Packers. He was the starting running back for the Pack on Sunday. Good friend of the podcast, Sean Walker, was out there covering it. Go to KSL.com and read up on Sean's coverage of Jamal. He had a chance to speak with him about BYU and his pro career. Check out that article. It's well worth the time. But of course, Williams started at running back. He had 16 carries on the game for a game-high 59 rushing yards. Also caught three passes for for 12 yards. His season stats to date, 31 carries for 106 yards, and the three receptions on Sunday got him 12 yards. So Jamal, starting running back, I don't think a lot of people outside of BYU fans expected him to be this good this early in his NFL career, but hats off to him. 
Taysom Hill, Mr. Do Everything for the New Orleans Saints. He plays running back. He plays quarterback. He plays special teams, punt gunner, uh, kickoff, uh, cover, all that stuff. Well, he added another trick to his Swiss Army knife this week, another tool. He returned kicks this week. He had one kickoff return and returned at 47 yards while playing 23 special team snaps during their game for the Saints. So Taysom, man, what can't this guy do? He is absolutely a Swiss Army knife. He continues to come along as a quarterback prospect. Who knows if he's ever able to beat out Teddy Bridgewater, but his versatility alone to be able to play special teams will ensure him that he can play in the NFL however long he wants to play. There are guys that carve out long and healthy careers playing special teams. Taysom can do that with the added benefit of being a quarterback, which would earn him even more money having both of those skill sets. So hats off to you, Taysom Hill. Uh, Three other guys you need to touch on. Michael Davis, cornerback for the Los Angeles Chargers. He played 21 special team snaps, did not notch any stats in the Chargers game on Sunday. John Denny, of course, the long snapper for the Miami Dolphins, continued his starting streak. It's the longest Ironman streak in the NFL to date. I believe 210 games. Games now. He played nine special team snaps on Sunday. Of course, when he's out there, it means they're punting or kicking. So good on you, John Denny. Keep it up. And then finally, Ezekiel or Ziggy Ansah, the defensive end for the Detroit Lions. He did not play in the game against San Francisco and didn't get a chance to meet up. Well, he might have met up with him. He didn't get a chance to meet up with Fred Warner. Ziggy was out with a shoulder injury that he injured in the first game of the season. He sits on four tackles, one sack, and one quarterback hurry on the season, and he did all of that in less than a half of action. Here's hoping that Ziggy can overcome the physical and injury issues that have plagued him so far in his career, especially in the last year. He's playing for big money this year, trying to get another contract in the NFL. So here's hoping that Ziggy gets back on the field soon and continues to produce. All right, there you go. The guys that stood out in the NFL, we'll be doing this for you each and every Tuesday. We'll recap what happened in the NFL once the Monday night game is over and how the seven guys as of current, are playing in terms of former BYU players. And, of course, update you on when guys sign, get elevated to active rosters, etc. My name's Jay Catch. You can find me online at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter. Follow the show at Locked on BYU on Twitter. Search Locked... Sorry, not Locked on BYU. Locked on Cougars on Twitter. I apologies there. Old habits die hard. Also, Locked on Cougars on Facebook is where you can find us on Facebook. We'll be building that community, doing some more stuff with the group there, so please join that. And of course, you can always drop me an an email at lockedonbyu at gmail.com. If you are interested in advertising with the show or just want to drop a note and say hello, feel free to do it. Always welcoming your questions, your feedback, anything you got for me, please send it over. Love catching up with fans of the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. More on BYU and we'll be talking with a player. Hoping to catch up with Isaiah Kafusi. If not, maybe Bracken Bakri. Who knows? We'll see what we got tomorrow for you right here on Locked On Cougars.
NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.